Kenneth Rooks is a runner for BYU and recently he was in a race. He was running the steeplechase and he fell, which is a huge deal in a race. If you fall, like you just lose so much momentum. Anyways, he ends up getting back up and winning the race. Rooks says about his experience, the person in front of me stumbled and made it difficult for me to get my bearings on the hurdle. I just wasn't able to get over it and I fell. Things happen that you can't control. But there's more to this story that I'm going to be sharing later in this episode because today we're going to be talking about expecting and embracing mistakes and why this is so important and so powerful in your life. Do you ever find yourself turning to your phone without even thinking about it? Or do you get sucked into scrolling and regret not using that time for something else? You are not alone. I'm Alex, a screen time mentor for young moms, and I'm here to help you get a grip on your own screen time so you can be present, intentional, and live a more fulfilling life. Welcome to the Mindful with Media podcast. Welcome. Today's podcast episode is possibly the most important podcast episode you'll listen to of all of the ones that I've released because this is key not only for mastering your phone use, but really for all parts of your life. So as I shared earlier, Kenneth Rooks is a BYU runner and in a race earlier this year, he fell and then he ends up coming back and winning the whole race, which is just so crazy. But something really interesting about this this story of Rooks running this race is that two weeks before this race, he had also fallen during a training. And he says this, I guess the Lord was looking out for me and helped me prepare. I had a plan in place that if I fell, I would get up and work my way slowly to get back to the pack because a quick burst of energy afterwards to try and catch back up right away might have burnt me out. So basically, instead of getting right back up and sprinting to try to catch the crowd again, like the the other runners, he just slowly made his way back to the pack. And he had planned this. He knew exactly what he was going to do if he fell in the race and he did end up falling and then he had a plan. And then because of that, he was able to win. I'm a runner. So I just love this story so much, but I also love it because of how it applies to my life and especially my phone use. Just like Rooks said about his experience with falling in this race, there are things that are outside of your control that are going to impact your phone use. Your kids are going to have really rough days. You are going to be up all night with your kids. You're going to get sick. You're just things that are going to impact how you use your phone. And you will make mistakes. You will not be perfect with how you manage your phone use. And so instead of when you fall, either just giving up or trying to sprint back and get back to where you were, it's important to have a plan in place for what you're going to do when you, you're you not perfect with how you use your phone. And I, I use that word perfect. There's no such thing as perfect phone use. What I really mean is 
using your phone in a way that you want to. Because as I've mentioned in past episodes, what I really care about is using my phone in a way that aligns with my values, that helps me live a life that I love instead of makes me feel blah or makes me feel really down or just all of those negative things that can come from our phone use. So when it comes to being intentional with your phone use, it's so important to expect and embrace mistakes. So let's talk about why this is such an important step. What goes on in your brain when you change your mindset around embracing and expecting mistakes? So a little bit of brain science. I'm no neuroscientist, but I am fascinated by the brain and how it works. So when you make a mistake, when you make an error, this signals to the rest of your nervous system that something needs to change. So the next time you do that same thing, your body will automatically, without you doing anything, be more focused and more alert. And we saw this happen with Kenneth Rooks in his race, right? So two weeks before his race, he fell. And then because of that, he was able to perform so much better in his race because he had already made that mistake. And so his body even if he hadn't done anything, even if he hadn't consciously thought about it, his body would already automatically be more focused and more alert. So errors actually help you learn much faster. So it's better to make mistakes and be imperfect with your phone use because you'll actually improve your phone habits faster. So there's something that happens in our brain when we make a mistake and it's called the ERN response. And If you are already doing something well, then there are no new connections in your brain. But when you make a mistake, then your brain has to make a new connection between two different things. So it literally grows your brain when you make a mistake, when you're imperfect with your phone use. And this applies to any part of life, right? So when you start trying to do something new, let's say you have this vision of how you want to be in the future, whether that's the way that you use your phone or maybe it's any other aspect of your life. As you start working towards that, it will feel like you are getting worse and it's really uncomfortable and you make a lot of mistakes and you're really clumsy and just not very good at it. But as you push through that discomfort and you keep working at it, you will eventually get there. And again, these errors, making mistakes will help you learn faster. So let's look at an example of this in my own life. I used to scroll on Instagram most nights before I fell asleep. Often just a few minutes would turn into hours and I was exhausted of living this way. I just felt blah and I felt out of control. I felt lazy. I felt undisciplined. I felt fatigued. And I was determined to change my phone habits. So I started charging my phone across the room. And it worked great until one night I was so tired that I kept my phone by my bed instead of plugging it in. But even though I was exhausted, I automatically picked up my phone with the intention of scrolling for just a few minutes before I fell asleep. But suddenly I realized what was happening. I was scrolling Instagram, I was feeling really blah and out of control and lazy and undisciplined and fatigued and all of those things again. And I thought to myself, I have got to get a grip on my phone use. And I had said this to myself so many times already, but I just kept continuing in this cycle. And here's why. 
when you expect yourself to be perfect with your phone use, the results actually backfire. You subconsciously blame yourself, which creates shame. And then when you feel shame, this inspires more mindless phone use. So instead, I started getting excited when I made a mistake. I saw it as an opportunity to learn what my mind and my body were trying to communicate to me. So using the same example, the next time that I found myself scrolling Instagram for way longer than I wanted to, I got excited. I literally said out loud to myself, ooh, this is exciting. Then I commented on what was happening with so much compassion and without shaming myself, simply observing from a factual perspective. I'm mindlessly scrolling Instagram instead of sleeping. I wonder why I might be doing this. Is there something I'm avoiding? Is there something that I need right now? If this happens again, what could I do next time? Are there any changes that I can make to make it easier for myself to not mindlessly scroll Instagram right before I fall asleep? So do you see how approaching your imperfect phone use with excitement and compassion and curiosity is so much more effective? The next time you find yourself using your phone in a way that you don't really want to, you can follow these same three steps. First, get excited. Just changing the way that you see your mistake as a way to learn and to grow and to realize that your brain is making new connections and this is a good thing can totally change the way that you'll use your phone the next time. The second step is to comment on what is happening. I'm on Instagram, even though I hadn't scheduled to go on right now. And then the third step is to get curious. So for example, I must be confused about the best way to spend my time right now. I think I'm feeling overwhelmed by all the different things that I want to get done right now. So I think I got on Instagram as a buffer. And in episode 29 of the podcast, I talked about what to do when you're in a hard place emotionally when it comes to your phone use, because usually when you turn to your phone, it's because you're avoiding an uncomfortable emotion, sometimes a basic uncomfortable emotion, and sometimes something a lot deeper. And so no matter what the emotion is, if you listen to episode 29, I walk you through what to do in that moment with those with those hard emotions. I think that's something that we are all learning how to do and it's a lifelong process of learning how to cope with emotions in healthy ways. So next time you find yourself using your phone in a way that you don't want to, whether that's mindlessly scrolling Instagram or maybe you got on Instagram with a purpose, but then you got distracted. And this doesn't even have to be with your phone, right? Maybe you were planning to organize your pantry. That's something that I don't like to do and my sister-in-law just came over the other night and did it for me and I'm so grateful. Anyways, maybe you're, you wanted to be doing something and you find yourself avoiding whatever that task is. Instead of shaming yourself for it, literally say out loud, oh, this is exciting and get excited because this means that your body and your behaviors are communicating something to you, that there's some valuable information waiting for you. So remember these three steps. As soon as you realize what's going on, get excited, name what's going on, and then get curious. And if you need help kind of taking the next steps of applying this concept to your life specifically, I'm going to be opening up a few spots 
for free Voxer coaching. And if you don't know what Voxer is, it's just a messaging app. So basically we can do text or voice message on this app and I can kind of help you apply these bigger concepts that I share in my podcast episode to your specific situation. And if you're interested in that, don't hesitate to DM me on Instagram or send me an email at alex at mindfulwithmedia.com. As always, we are in this together. I'm right here with you. Make it a great week. I believe we should stop focusing on the negative aspects of screens and start using them as tools to support our values. We are the first generation learning to navigate this media-saturated society, and it is not easy. You don't have to be perfect, but as you are mindful, technology can be a tool to help you thrive. We're in this together as we figure out how to live a present, intentional life in this world consumed by screens. If you appreciated this podcast, would you make sure to leave a review and subscribe? I'm so glad you could be here today, and I'll see you next week.